Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 81 of Your Next Phase podcast, the one where I invite you to give up the struggle and use gratitude as your guide. Welcome to the Your Next Phase podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Happy Worthiness Wednesday once again. It is so good to be with you and share my thoughts on one of my favorite topics, gratitude. (laughs) It's fitting, right? Because here in the U.S., we're getting closer to my favorite holiday. I know I talk about this all the time, but I love it. It's Thanksgiving. Now, if you're new to the podcast or my work, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you've been hanging around me for a while, you know why it's my favorite. (laughs) I mean, yes, there's great food. Believe me. And I'm a gal that loves great food. I love to decorate and set a beautiful table for my family and friends that join us, right? And the best part is that feeling of gratitude, of being very present with everything and everyone in my life that I'm so very grateful for. It just fills my heart to a deep level. This month, that's what we're talking about, gratitude and grace. Now, last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing a dear friend and colleague about how do we get through the holidays without burning out and embrace grace. And if you missed that episode, please go back and listen to it because she shares some great wisdom. This week, I want to offer a little different take on gratitude. I want to start with the struggle that life offers to all of us. Now, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just being real, right? No one gets through their life without experiencing the pain of loss. Relationships, loss of jobs, loss of possessions, loss of direction. So many different ways to experience loss, right? And the holidays can be a really difficult time for people who've experienced it. I think of my dearest friend, Sandy, so much at this time of year because her birthday was in October and she loved fall. She loved all things pumpkin. She'd get her pumpkin coffee and her pumpkin bagel with pumpkin cream cheese and call it death by pumpkin. I mean, she was obsessed and I loved it because it just brought her so much joy. And she and I would make pies together every year at my house. And we would laugh so much that I was always amazed that the pies even turned out because we certainly weren't giving them our full attention. So this year, I invite you to be sensitive to those you celebrate with who may not be feeling as festive because of the losses they have had. You know, the worst thing that we can do is to diminish it or try to cheer them up, you know, buck up, buttercup, you know, that kind of thing. Hear them out. Ask them what they need from you on that day. 
be there for them and help them carry on in the way that works for them. They may need some alone time. They need to just, you know, go to a bedroom and and sit quietly, or they just need, need to take a walk or whatever. That's okay. Everybody deals with it differently. I mean, this year, it's going to be different for me with my dad and his progressed dementia. It's very bittersweet for me because, you know, dementia is just this long goodbye and it sucks. (laughs) And I miss having conversations with my father on many topics. I miss being the daughter. So my intention, my hope on that day is that I can let go of the role of caretaker for just a few precious hours. Now, if you're someone who thinks that they really don't have time for one more thing, including being grateful, listen, listen carefully, my friend. There's a book that I came across many years ago called Conversations with God, and it was written by Neil Donald Walsh. I think I heard about him from Oprah, so of course I picked up this book. Now, I want to be clear, I'm not going to talk about religion because I'm not an expert by any stretch. And I consider myself more spiritual than religious, but that is a topic I don't even want to touch on here, right? So really for me to choose this book, well, I trusted Oprah. (laughs) That was the bottom line. If Oprah said it was a good book, I said, okay, I'll go get it. I mean, doesn't everybody trust Oprah? (laughs) So I thought his story, his background was quite remarkable, his hero's journey, if you will. And I wanted to share it with you because it ties into our topic of gratitude and grace. So let me give you some background on him. Walsh experienced so many tragic losses in his life back in the early 1990s. He lost all his possessions in a fire, which is traumatic in and of itself. Can you imagine all the memories, all the things from your childhood, all the photos, you know, all of that. That was back before computers, right? His marriage ended. He lost his nearly 30-year career. And he was in a serious car accident where his neck was broken. So in only a short time after that, he found himself homeless, sleeping on the ground in a sleeping bag and collecting bottles and cans to sell so he could raise enough cash to, you know, every single day so he could eat. I mean, he was homeless for nearly a year. Can you even imagine as you sit in your car or in your home or in your office listening to this? Can you imagine being homeless, losing everything? And he was almost 50 at the time. Now, eventually, He was able to find work as a backup radio program host because that's where his career had been. He had been in broadcasting. And one night, he woke up about four in the morning and he was completely fed up with life, so much so that he shared he was ready to end it. And in a frustrated and desperate state of mind, he began to write an angry letter to God expressing his discontent with life, he asked God the questions that we all want answers to. Why had he allowed all of these things to happen to him? I mean, I don't know about you, but I've wanted to write the same letter at various points in my life when I'm dealing with a lot of crap. He said he was shocked when God began to answer his questions. 
He frantically wrote down what he heard so he wouldn't forget. And this routine continued each night for months. And what Walsh heard and wrote became the basis for his series of books. He asked God the same questions that you or I would have asked. So how amazing is that anyway? Now, whether or not you believe that God actually spoke to him is immaterial, what happened with his experience was his life changed. And there's a couple of quotes that I love of his. The first is, suffering is inevitable. And I think that speaks to somehow we think that bad things aren't going to happen to us or aren't supposed to happen to us because we're so shocked when they do. But we are humans having a human experience. And part of that experience is going to be difficult. And then this one, I think, is my new favorite. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. I mean... We all experience struggle and loss, some more than others, some less than others. But no one who lives even a short life escapes all suffering. We all go through unpleasant things. We all have bouts with pain. Sometimes the pain is on multiple fronts. Sometimes it seems that we receive more than our fair share of disappointments and frustrations and losses. I mean, I can tell you, I have said so many times, okay, universe, My plate is full. Move on. But what do we do with these things? I mean, I've I've known this, and I'm sure you've experienced that resisting them is really unproductive. Doesn't do anything for you. Though it might relieve some, you know, discomfort for a short time, it doesn't bring any lasting peace or resolution. Now, Walsh offers a really radical change in performance in perspective. A call to look at our situation through a different lens, to consider what we might not know or what we may have rejected, right? What if our attitude in the middle of our personal shit show was to be grateful, to be thankful? Could that help? Have we even ever tried it? Okay, here's my challenge for you. Let's consider it for a minute. How do we deal with a reality that we don't like? How do we navigate the waters of disappointment and pain and loss? What he suggests is that we offer gratitude, that we see the experience as a genuine opportunity to be grateful. Now, you might be going, why in hell would I do that? Well, first is that we don't know where hardship may lead. I mean, we've all heard stories of people who have been at the depths of despair, only to later rise to heights they never dreamed possible. In fact, it was when Neil Walsh himself was in desperation and about to take his own life that his life began to turn around. Not because of the fame and fortune that soon became, you know, came his way, but because his life for the first time began to make sense to him. The fact that his life changed for the better by his own assessment is nothing to discount. And I offer that throwaway society's assessment of what success is and what you should be doing. Make your own determination on that. And remember, this was a man who had given up on life. He saw life as a meaningless and cruel trick being played on him. You know, he was cynical and angry and bitter about it all. And he was nearly 50 years old. 
He asked himself if this was all he was going to be able to achieve in nearly half a century of life. It was such a disappointment to him that he could no longer bear the thought of living, but that was his own assessment of his own life. So then when his life began to change, his view did too. And in his own view, it began to change for the better. He began to see the purpose for his life. He had never understood its purpose before. This is the most significant thing. I think most people live their entire lives without ever discovering what their purpose is. Now, another reason is that there may be something we need to learn from the experience. And the experience is the only way that we will learn it. And I have to say, this is the part of that that I hate. I have to walk through the fire to learn from it. Oh, I hate that I have to do that. It's the truth, though. No matter how smart we are or how educated we may be, there are some things that we're pretty slow to learn. And we just can't seem to get certain things, even after a long time. So we need a special lesson. (laughs) Sometimes it's a quiet whisper in our ear and other times, and this is me most often, it is a rubber mallet to the head. I just do not learn certain things very easily and I need a huge mallet to get my attention. Something that's so profound that we finally grasp what has escaped us so far. Certain experiences have a way of teaching us what we could never learn otherwise. And here's the thing. We never grow when we're comfortable. We have to be uncomfortable to experience growth. So the next time you begin to freak out over an event or a disappointment or a loss, the next time you're just plain angry about life, frustrated and fed up and ready to throw something, (laughs) pause for a moment. Ask yourself if this could be the start of a better life. I mean, it's been said that rock bottom is the best place on which to build a solid foundation. I have hit rock bottom, my friends. So many others have done it. And it's often a place where we have to hit before we figure things out. So you may want to be grateful for the opportunity to rebuild. I mean, it may not be the end. It may actually be the beginning. Pause for a moment. Ask yourself if there's something you need to learn. Be open to the educational experience. Welcome the opportunity to stretch and grow beyond your present condition. This can be the time when you finally get it, when it finally begins to make sense, when you begin to understand things you never understood before. Wouldn't that be amazing? So, why not be grateful? Why not welcome the opportunity to grow? Why not welcome the opportunity to learn? Why not admit that there are things you can't possibly know right now? And those things you can't possibly know now that will play a significant role later in your life. You just have to be patient for them to surface. So give it a shot. I invite you to just give it a try. There's no perfection here. There's no harm, no foul. Just give it a try. What do you have to lose by being grateful? Right? What do you have to lose by being thankful? Not so much thankful for the experience, but thankful in the experience. Because you don't know what it might bring forward. And I'm not suggesting this will be easy. 
because it won't. I'm saying that it's worth a try. So I invite you to take some time this month and look at your life experiences. Choose one thing that is a struggle for you and begin to reframe it as something to be grateful for. Ask those questions and listen for the answers. And I guarantee you'll be amazed at what you hear. I've had a gratitude practice for decades, and it has definitely changed how I deal with struggle and loss. And I'm here to help you do the same, my friend. Reach out and schedule a discovery call with me today because it's time to end the struggle and experience what gratitude can do for you. All right, my friends, until next time, remember, I am grateful for you and I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.